0: views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those
1: of this station, its management, or other advertisers.
2: You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And thriving is what we love to experience each and every day. And since 2003, we've been bringing you shows, authors, teachers, mystics, um, you name it, scientists that have come to the table to say there is another way to live your life. Uh, There's a way to live your life where you experience joy, peace, abundance, and a whole range of other juicy things. So we want to thank all of you for um, tuning us in and turning us on. Next year is our 10th tenth, uh, tenth anniversary. I actually say that, and I'm getting all kind of choked up thinking about it. Uh, and as a matter of fact, it is our anniversary where we actually began our first show on this network, And so we are so thrilled that we have been able to do this and do this the way that you all love. Um, Certainly for me, it is a dream come true. And um, I have to really give kudos to all of the people around me that make this happen. Um, Every Thursday morning when I come on here, Chad, make sure that we get everything connected. Um, All of the other producers, all of the listeners, it's been Absolutely amazing, and we've got lots planned for you moving forward, lots planned for you. One of the things that I, I announced yesterday was a, a very special listener appreciation event, and we'll be doing this uh, once a quarter where one of the listeners from wherever you live uh, gets to uh, be honored by all of our networks, our guests, uh, and we do something incredible we're going to be putting together a pay it forward um, initiative for you. And so uh, lots more to come. You know, it's, it's, it's magic. There's magic in the air. And we want to thank you and just show our appreciation for everything you've done. Today, uh, this is great. I, I get to start my day talking with um, a world leader when it comes to happiness, when it comes to living your fullest life. And it's really kind of cool that I get up, I start my day, I turn on my computer, I take a look and review whatever I need to review. And then I realize I'm getting to talk with someone that helps people have less stress, more happiness, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Thank you so much. Uh, for what you do, uh, that I'm, I'm referring to, Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo. And it, here's the thing: today we're going to talk about happiness, but we're also going to talk about why this is so important. You know, she is the author of "Happy You: Your Ultimate Prescription for Happiness," and we're actually going to cover a bunch of things in the book. But more importantly, you have to have a passion when you take this topic on. You know, you have to have something that goes on inside of you that says, I want to make sure that people are completely fulfilled and understand and learn the dynamic of happiness. You know, this is such a special conversation in a world where a lot of folks out there are having a hard time doing stuff and happy to their lives. Dr. Lombardo, thank you for joining me today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. It's very cool uh, to be able to talk with you about this uh, and about your journey. And I want to start there, if I could, um, Here you are, clinical psychologist, physical therapist, you help people move past stress and happiness. You know, you're published in peer reviews, you know, so much of your work is out in the public. You're a consultant, you coach people, the happiness, the happiness gene, as someone calls it, uh, must reside in you. And (laughs) the, the question is, how the heck did you find it?
3: <laughs> well, you know what you know happiness is actually about fifty percent genetic, but the good news is whether you have the gene or not, um, you can always be happier and I think with me, I may have had the gene, but i don 't know that it was really turned on as much as it could have been until i really i mean I really went on a a search and a journey to figure out you know what brings us happiness um through some you know, personal events that happened in my life, I just kind of realized that even though on paper maybe I should have been happy, I wasn't as happy and fulfilled as I wanted to be. And so personally I went on a journey. When I figured it all out, I thought there's no way only I should know this because it's so, it's so simple. It's uh. so simple what we need to do, and I call it the science of happiness. It, it truly is simple, and I often say it's not rocket science. So the things we're going to talk about today, very few people will be like, oh, my gosh, I never knew that. It's not rocket science, but it absolutely is rocket fuel. It's rocket fuel. And by that, I mean that if you apply these concepts, you will go from wherever you are right now to wherever you want to be. It is that powerful.
2: So I did a show the other day uh, with a a friend of mine, and we were talking about stress. Mm. And I, I don't want to date myself, but I will yeah <laughs> um, just to give you a little snapshot of my corporate experience uh, I worked in a, in a in a corporation uh that was once known as the bell system uh, <laughs> and actually was part of the divestiture team that helped break it up and then put it back together. Oh. And, and one of the things that I remember from all of this, you, you know, as, 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 as someone that kind of was up there in HR was the first time I mentioned stress to the senior executives as something that we needed to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And you can only imagine the laughter, the anger, the frustration, All of the things that we used to think about stress um, have just recently come to the forefront. Mm. Are you finding that same thing with happiness? I mean, it's almost as if people are like, wait a minute,
3: you know, what are you talking about? What do I need to smoke to be happy? Right, right. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, I, I think I think that on one level there's, there's always a desire to be happier. Um, when it comes to like the corporate world, though, I, I think that people see this as a very soft thing. But what we don't understand, or what a lot of people don't understand, is that when we are happier, everything else in our life changes. Our physical health improves. Our relationships improve. Our ability to work improves. We're more productive. We're more creative. Companies whose employees are happier make significantly more money, have higher profits. So this is a real a um, very important aspect of, of what's going on in people's lives. Well, uh, you know, one of the things
2: that you talk about in the book, and for those of you just uh, just tuning in, we're, we're getting ready to really have a juicy time here. Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo joining me here today. The book is, uh, you know, a Prescription, A Happy You, Your Ultimate Prescription for Happiness. I love that you use the term prescription um, <laughs> I, I, because you, we, you and I know that we are part of a pill, potion, and lotion society right
3: now. Right, right. But and people, antidepressants are the and, number one prescribed oh. medication out there.
2: And, and aren't women sort of leading the charge around that? Is that still true? That, yeah, you know, yeah. More
3: yeah, women okay. are prescribed um, antidepressant medications. More women are diagnosed with depression. The thing is that I think a lot of people don't realize is um, having less depression doesn't actually make you happier. So even if you can, even if someone has clinical depression and they can control it with meds, it doesn't mean that they then are going to be happy. So this is a prescription because I think we're all looking. You know, a lot of people are looking for that magic pill. This is the prescription that when you apply it, I, I often say, if you apply the things in this book, you literally cannot help. Would be happier. It is impossible for someone to truly apply the concepts in this book and not be happier.
2: One of the things you say in the book is happiness is like playing golf. <laughs> and, and let's talk about that a, a little bit because yeah. this really kind so, of shaped, yeah, this shapes the conversation for what we're about to talk about.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I've been on so many panels and on, on TV before and people say, well, isn't happiness a choice? Happiness is a choice if you know how to do it. So if I choose to play golf, I can play golf, but I still could be pretty lousy. And I personally don't play golf. So let's, let's say I went out on a golf course with a whole bunch of golf balls and golf clubs and I, I practiced and I hit balls for about two or three hours. I could develop a very nasty swing. I mean, I can make, develop a swing that would probably make golfers just cringe. To me, this is very similar to what our society is doing in general when it comes to looking for happiness. They're trying very hard but they're practicing the wrong skills. So maybe it's Ben and Jerry's therapy or um, you know, trying to just excel and put all of your energy into work and making more money. Whatever it is, they're practicing the wrong skills. But going back to the golf example, if I hired a golf pro to teach me how to stand and how to hold the club and how to rotate my body and how to hit the ball, and I practiced those skills, I could not help but be a better golfer. I'm not going to be a Tiger Woods golfer, but I could not help but be a better golfer. Same thing when it comes to our happiness. When we are applying the right skills, we cannot help but be happier.
2: Well, here's the thing. Let's define happiness for a minute. Let's just yeah. have a conversation about happiness. Did you find that it's a subjective, a subjective definition or can
3: we pinpoint a general idea of it? yeah you know, I think we can pinpoint a general idea of it. I think it 's different than what most people think though most people in my experience say think that happiness is when you have no problems <laughs> when you 're never upset when you experience no stress at all when you 're just smiling all the time and I remind people that 's called being stoned um, and <laughs> so that doesn 't really work. The truly happy person is happy more often than not has more positive energy than not. They still allow themselves to experience. All the emotions out there, whether it be disappointment or sadness or frustration, they allow themselves to experience that. Because they're human, they're going to have those emotions. But the truly happy person, once they experience that emotion, will say, okay, now what? What am I going to do to make this better?
2: Okay, let's go through uh, You know the, the format for the book. One of the things I loved about the way you wrote this book is that um, it's the kind of book that I love because I can pick it up and I can pretty much go to any page. It doesn't matter what page I go to and I am going to get something that I can address. Um, it's going to be crystal clear to me that there are things in here, no matter what page I'm at, that's going to help me change my day. And and I wanted to talk about that because you really do take us through the idea of this may be what's going on, but here I've got a solution for you. You know, why is this so important in the culture we live in in this day and age?
3: Well, because we're looking for quick fixes. We're looking for something. What can I do right now? Not that's going to take me six months to achieve, but that I can do here and now. We're a very now society. And so what I wanted to do is develop this book where there would be tips, actionable tips. That cost no money. That take minimal time because you know time is a huge. Um, you know we have a lack of time in our lives and a lack of money. A lot of people and so you know no money, almost no time. That really, when you apply these concepts again, it's that rocket fuel. You really can make positive changes.
2: Um, yeah, there's another question that came to mind. I've read. I've read this. I've read your book uh, twice now, and, <laughs> Thank you. and it, 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 I, it's, it's amazing because here, here are the questions that I'm asking myself. I'm going to put myself out there for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the book and I'm saying, I wonder, I wonder which one of these might be a deal breaker. So here's what I'm trying to say: <laughs> If I, did, you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> and we'll, we'll hold it. We'll get, hold the answer till after break. If I read the book right and I do seventy percent of everything in here, but the thirty percent I leave out are really the show stoppers. How will I know that Mm. conversation with you and talk about what's in the book and what it is that maybe I related to that each person relates to differently. Let's Mm -hmm. take a short break. Everyone, you're listening to the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by we are fired up dr elizabeth lombardo joining us here today a uh, happy you and by the way why don't you go check out our website www.ahappyu.com. when we come back we're going to go through some of the things in her book uh some of the things that i personally related to and some of the things that i've noticed on air the listeners really have challenges with stay tuned everyone we'll be right back mm-hmm.
4: Connect with your personal guardian angels, guides, and departed loved ones at Angels and the Afterlife, an enlightening day of answers with Doreen Virtue and John Holland on September 22nd in Seattle, Washington. Audience readings will be given throughout the day, so reserve your seat today by calling 800-654-5126. Discover how guardian angels support, heal, and guide to enact positive life changes. Tune in and increase your innate intuitive abilities to receive signs and signals from the other side seats are limited for the angels and the afterlife event so call 800-654-5126 to reserve your seat today or online visit
2: hayhouse.com some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to whether the vibration is high or low Others tune in to the highest vibration possible to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello,
4: everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm
2: Karen Hager. I'm C.J. Liu. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. And they hear
1: something on the radio and then all of a sudden their whole day is ruined.
2: They aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing innovative broadcast network you can learn a lot that helps people rise up that helps people become empowered
0: empowered living radios where you can find it
2: that helps people say yes to standing in the abundance and amazement that is their lives
1: the urge to grow
2: these networks remind us that everything is possible Inspire you that nothing is limited. Epic
0: social change.
2: That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks.
1: Transformative radio show that will change your life.
2: Won't you join us? Join us on transformationtalkradio.com.
1: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said before, for more information about us, there are two places you could go. Um, You can go to thedrpatshow.com. Um, or you could go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. My very special guest today, Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo, joining me here today. She is the author of A Happy You, Your Ultimate Prescription for Happiness. And we're going to dig deeply into this in a second, but I want to make sure all of you have the website that you could also go to, get a copy of the book, and follow up AhappyYou.com. And, you know, this really... Us doing shows like this, this is really for all of you. Uh, So much of what you've asked us for over time has been about providing you with uh, the kind of talent authors, uh, folks that are showing up and saying, look, I know what's going on in your lives. I've experienced it, and I'm going to be able to give you some tools to help you. That's what Dr. Lombardo has done in this book. Um, Thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, Dr. Lombardo, because one of the things that I said to you during the break is, and before break, you know, is talking about how I read books. And Mm -hmm. I was fascinated about what I went to the first time I looked and flipped this open. And then, and actually, this is what was in a 24-hour period here. I just want to point that out. And what I went to, I know, she's probably thinking, okay, uh, she's a couple of personalities maybe, but, (laughs) and I do. But when I went to this morning, it was very different. Hmm. And I'm, I'm asking myself, wow, are there some commonalities that, you know, some of these things that show up for most people most of the time? And others are more specialized. Have you found that or is it more general?
3: Well, you know, I think it might be helpful to understand the table of contents, um, just for those who yes. haven't read the book. So the book is yes. an A to Z um, of how to have less stress and more happiness. So each chapter is a different letter. Each letter corresponds to something else that that we all can do to increase our happiness. Um, and, you know, there are some, even when you look at some of the chapters, there are some overlaps in terms of what each chapter is talking about. Um, I, I think that different ones really pop out to different people. And as you said, at different times, depending on, you know, what's been going on. In the past hour, half hour of your life, did you just wake up and have you know a dream about someone? Did you have a phone call with someone? Were you thinking about a situation in your life? So it makes sense that different areas are going to be um, are going to be more poignant. And, and really, I developed the A to Z because I was I was taking a vitamin that said A to Zinc, and I thought you know what we all need all of the vitamins, but sometimes we need higher doses of one versus another depending on oh, if we have a cold, we might need a little more vitamin C. And so I think in our life, lives. It's the same thing. The entire prescription is important for, for most people. There are certain components that depending on where we are at that particular time, we may need a bigger dose of.
2: Well, and you know, this is it. Let me just tell you, uh, you know, there, there are a couple that I go to almost all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, one of them is belief. I want to talk <sighs> about belief. Uh, yes. Because yeah, I know you. <laughs> I, <laughs> have, I have a feeling <laughs> you've
3: had a little experience with this yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the B belief is actually belief in yourself. So the, right. um, that chapter is specifically about self confidence and believing in who you are as a person, your your worth that has is completely independent of what you look like or how much money you have in the bank or what you're doing.
2: Well, th- this is the thing. Here we are, and and, and I'm, I want to get to the crux of a lot of what you do in this book. Here we are right now. Um, I'm sure most people listening, they know that there's actually an election going on. They may, <laughs> they may even know a little bit about the, the candidates that are running. But one of the things that seems to be almost a universal belief is the fact that we are in some sort of downturn still. Mm. Yet, uh, yet, um, Elizabeth. One of the things that, that we're experiencing here in Seattle, and yes, people say we're different, is we're experiencing houses going on the market and selling in two days.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And Smart. we have, by the way, we are at the top of the uh, unemployment rate. I don't know if you know that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we drink a lot of coffee here, but if you were here with us, you wouldn't get the sense. You wouldn't get the sense that there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you about this because we get these barometers from the outside world and we take them in as if they're our truth. How do we avoid that?
3: Well, you know, I think the first step is being is being conscious of just because we hear it doesn't mean it's true, It doesn't mean it's true in our lives. And so often when we hear something, especially if we hear it over and over and over again, we internalize it. We internalize it as fact. We internalize it as our own. And a great example of that is if you've ever heard a song on the radio, um, the first time you hear it, if you like it or you don't like it, it doesn't matter. The first time you hear it, you can't sing along, but the more you hear it over and over, and over again the more you're singing that song to yourself on your own and even if you don't like the song you may still find yourself singing it and that's what happens when we hear you know especially when it comes to the negative media when we hear it over and over and over again we internalize it without even realizing it so I think the first step is really becoming aware of the fact that you know just because you hear it doesn't mean you have to believe it and really focusing on when you hear news like that saying you know what that's not going to apply to my
2: life i love it i wanted to get back to that question i asked you before you know you're out there you're talking to a lot of people you're an amazing speaker and you're an absolutely phenomenal guest on this show i just love i love your energy um Thank you. and you get right to the point really answering these questions it's cool look at how many of these pop out in your mind it's almost like i'm asking you you know what's dr lombardo's top three
3: so to speak. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, gosh, I, I, three that come to mind, and I'll just throw out there, the ones that I try to, try to practice on a regular basis, um, are Chapter A, which is appreciation, and we could talk for hours about the huge benefits of, of appreciation and gratefulness, and we could talk about how that's the quickest way to bring you happiness, and we can even talk about one way that the scient- scientists have found that is even the quickest way to do it, so that'll be fun. For me, a second one is exercise. To me, exercise is like the magic drug. It decreases stress, it increases happiness, it boosts your self confidence, it helps you sleep better at night, it enhances your libido. I mean it 's just an amazing, amazing thing. So exercise is a big one for me. and then the last one that comes to mind just as we 're talking is sleep. Um, in my household i 'm kind of known as the sleep Nazi. My children I have a six and eight year old they go to bed at seven and seven, fifteen every night, and the reason is because sleep is so vital when it comes to our psychological health, being happier, um, having greater confidence, uh, our ability to think straight when it comes to academics. My girls are, you know, they're always able to, to do their work because they've had the sleep. So it affects our psychological health and, and our physical health. You know, the research shows that when we don't get the sleep that we need, for example, the pounds go on. Um, even if we don't eat more, it increases our blood pressure and it causes all kinds of other problems. So those would be the three that come to mind right now.
2: Well, you know, one of the things that 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 I love about this, and the reason I ask you for that is uh, because and there are some of these that I think will show up in, every, in everyday life that we get to have a conversation about. But there's one I do want to talk with you about a little bit, and it is M for mindfulness. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about this because this, you know, for those of us that had to learn this the hard way. This is a topic. This is something that is popping up just about everywhere and i want to i want, would love for you to comment on it and also to comment on what it looks like when
3: mindfulness mm. is
2: not in our lives
3: mm-hmm. yeah so so let 's define mindfulness just so we make sure we 're all yep. on the same page. Mindfulness is being. Oh, here it is. Mindful, and by that I mean being very present, being present, and what's going on—not what's going on in the past, what's gone on in the past, not what may go on in the future, but the here and now. Using all of your senses: what are you smelling? What are you feeling? What are you hearing? What are you tasting? What are you seeing? And simply focusing on the here and now. Well, um, and yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I want you to continue to talk about
3: that. That seems to be uh, the greatest challenge for people. Do so you think so? Yeah, so much yeah. so, and and it's interesting because in, in my clinical practice, I do coaching. I also do, um, I, I also have clinical patients, and so a lot of times people will come in, and it's it's the past or the future. That's what they're focused on. They can't let go of the past. They're you know, what if this what if this had happened or I should have done this and they're really focused on what should have happened in the past, whether they should have done it or someone else should have done it or you know, whatever it should have been different. Or they're focused on the future and the anxiety and the worry of what's going to happen. They, for example, hear on the radio that there are, you know, the economy is still having problems, and so they're convinced that they're gonna lose their job, they're gonna lose their home, they're gonna be homeless, and their kids are gonna, you know, not have health care. And their their mind is already there, and not only is their mind there, but they're Emotions are there, so they're already worried. They're already upset. They're already scared, as if this were imminently going to occur. Well,
2: and you know, this is really what I was alluding to before. Um, And 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 then let's talk about what happens when we surround ourselves for a minute with people that um, may not have the happiness gene and may not even know it exists. Uh, And you know, it's interesting that. We find ourselves around these people as if we think we don't have a choice as to whether Mm -hmm. to be with them or not. But we still soak up their energy. And I wanted to talk to you about energy for a moment. Yeah. We are hearing it on Dr. Oz. Certainly, we've, we've so been it talking be it.
3: Real. Yeah,
2: we've been talking about it for years before it was even fashionable. And I yeah. had to explain to someone the other day no, it's not the thing that's in your wall socket. So let's talk about that for a minute because some folks believe that, you know, energy and vibration are critical in understanding happiness.
3: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, so, you know, you know, to me what's really cool, i always having a belief in this, is that the hard science now, the cellular biologists are, are really proving um, that this is the case. I had the pleasure of um, going to see Dr. Candace Pert speak and she was, you know, she's the um, molecules of emotion talking about how at the cellular level, changes occur when our emotions change. It, everywhere in our body, particularly gut, but everywhere in our body. And to me that is just It is just overwhelmingly amazing. So, yeah, when we're talking about happiness, we're talking about the energy that you put out. Um, We all know there are certain people that when you are with them, you just want to be with them you just want to be close to them and then there are some people who you don't even have to look at them but if they are in the room you just kind of feel that energy being pulled away from you um, so it's a really it's a really important thing and what's really important too is that we realize that we actually have control we have control over our own energy regardless of what's going on we have control over our own own energy what's going on in, inside and then what we are what we are putting out into the universe we also have control over accepting someone else's energy I love this.
2: We're going to take a short break. Uh, Very, very, very great. This is a great book for those of you out there that want to get some hands-on tools, that want to change your life and experience happiness. A Happy You, Your Ultimate Prescription for Happiness. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo about what some of the questions might be that we ask ourselves to get into and underneath Some of the thoughts that go on in our minds, that run our lives, that run the lives of other people, and that run the planet, as a matter of fact. Some of them serve you, and some of them don't. How do you know the difference? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show.
1: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself? But you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Change your coffee experience forever with
0: Kamano Island Coffee Roaster fair trade certified organic shade grown delicious coffee the kamano island coffee roasters are giving back receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee Papua new guinea to the first 250 callers the number is toll free 855-438-8671 just pay 895 shipping and handling and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself that's 855-438-8671. Tune in each
4: Monday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to the Elizabeth Anglin Show, your psychic connection to your soul's path. Elizabeth takes you to the Universal Etheric Space Library, where soul records and life lesson plans are stored. This live call-in show will help you decide what your life plan is through the help of your guides and guardian angels. Visit ElizabethAnglin.com or call 1-888-640-4893 to schedule your are reading with psychic medium animal communicator Elizabeth Anglin The hit radio show, Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina, is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life? Do you feel that you're destined to become more? Are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are? Let Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina help you to step into true empowerment, leading you to greater joy, ease, and abundance. Co-hosts, Christine Upchurch and Sabrina Fritz in invite you to join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life.
0: The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information.
1: Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat
2: Pasilli. Hey everybody, welcome back. A happy you. Um, first of all, to find out more about my very special guest today, Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo, go to the website, check it out, Uh If you've missed any part of this show, all of our archives are up there. I uh, just want to let everybody know... Uh, that we make them available for free. So you're not going to go to the website and have to pay a membership fee or I don't know, whatever is out there. We make everything available to you, not just here on iTunes, on the Voice America website. Uh, Bam, it's for you. Uh this has been, you know, part of an awakening experience, if I could say, uh, Dr. Lombardo, reading your book again and really zooming in on a number of different areas. But, you know, one of the things I said before the break and during the break is there is a consistent kind of theme that seems to hit people hard. And we've really got a lot of it in our press in the past 10 years. And that's this idea about thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. what we think. And so often, we have heard people say, get an affirmation, go do this, go do that, change your thinking, change your life. And people are saying, dang, if it's that simple, why the heck am I having such a hard time? And I Mm -hmm. hope you can help us here.
3: I hope so, too. <laughs> you know, it, so so here's, here's a comparison or a, a, a visual that I like to think of. Um, so if, you, if you're holding two weights in your hand, and in your left hand you have a five-pound weight, in your right hand you have a five-pound weight, and every time you have um, your maybe a normal, not-so-positive thought, beating yourself up, I'm no good, life's horrible, that's your left arm doing a bicep curl. Um, so you can imagine for some people that happens a lot during the day. When they then say one affirmation, that's like doing a bicep curl on your right hand, okay? One affirmation. Yeah. But the problem is is when you say one affirmation or even ten a- the affirmation 10 times, that's great. But on the left hand, you're still saying, I'm no good, this sucks, life's horrible. And it's that left arm that's going up and down and up and down. So the left bicep is bulging and the right bicep, it's not so strong. So what we need to do is really realize this notion that we have automatic thoughts without realizing it a lot of time, although we'll talk about um, how we can realize that we're having them, without realizing it, we're having these negative thoughts over and over and over and over again. And that's why one affirmation doesn't help. That's why saying affirmations 10 times doesn't help. However, the more, as we talked about earlier, the more you hear a song, the more you internalize it and can sing it yourself. The more you hear a statement, positive or negative, the more you will absorb it. So... um, uh, you know, that's very helpful. Um, But the other thing to do when it comes to the affirmation is to get yourself into a very relaxed state. So in order to strengthen that right arm, if you will, the positive side, there are a couple things that we can do. One is to to do so in a very relaxed state. So by that I mean go into a state of meditation, do some relaxation, even some deep breathing to bring down that stress level. When you change your brainwaves, you're much more suggestible. You're better able to absorb those new statements and those affirmations. The second thing to do is to pair it with emotion. Emotion is like a 25 pound weight. So you can imagine if it's a 25 pound weight and you're doing biceps curls you're probably going to get that bicep even stronger. So a couple it of- it with emotion. If your affirmation, for example, is, um, I don't know, someone's affirmation is, you know, I'm really proud of myself and who I am, let's say. Don't just say it. Feel it. Experience it. And the way that I recommend my clients do this is pretend that you are in a movie and you are the star in the movie. And in this movie where you are the star, your character believes whatever your affirmations are, 100%. It is in her core or his core that they believe this. How would they stand? How would they act? What emotions would they have? And literally play that role in your mind so that you can have those emotions so you can experience what it really feels like. That's going to really cement that new belief in your mind.
2: Well, you know, let's just kind of, you know, build the bridge to a couple of other things that Mm -hmm. I was really struck by in your book. Um, And we touched upon this earlier, but I want to bring it up again because I think both of us, both of us, uh, you know, are are researchers in our own way. We've studied this stuff. And, you know, I commented earlier about the idea of stress. You know, Mm -hmm. I can go back to a time when no one believed that stress was anything. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not – look at I'm not going back to the dark ages here. Right. I'm just no, saying know. It's, it it's, wasn't it's that crazy. long ago.
3: Yeah. And I'll tell you, there are still people when I go into corporations, there are still people who think, you know, whatever. That's that's not our issue. That doesn't affect work. hmm. When we, well, have, when we have, you know, the top five causes of death are all related to stress or mostly related right. to stress. When 90% of illness is, in, is enhanced or caused by stress, this is real. It affects our healthcare care dollars. It affects our productivity. It affects absolutely everything. And exactly.
2: And you talk about relaxation in the book, and I want to spend a moment on this mm-hmm. because yeah. I, it's interesting. When I got to the R, I was, I was kind of having fun with your book. Uh, because, you know, I was looking at the A, you know, like we all grew up with A is for apple and so forth. When I got to R, I thought, wow, this is interesting. Relaxation. And I immediately cringed because I am not a yoga person. Uh-huh. I don't know if you could uh-huh. tell. But when I started to read your book, you know, there were some kind of very interesting things that you talked about. In terms of relaxation. And, and I want to talk about this with you for a minute because we do need to have this tool. We do need to know how to just calm ourselves down. And yeah. I'm not talking about going and eating a pint of Haagen-Dazs or, you know, a, a, you know, a six-pack
3: of beer. Right, right. Yeah, and I think of stress as really the antithesis of happiness because when we are so stressed out, it is, it's not only possible for us to be happy, it's not possible for us to think in positive ways. So for example, we may know, you know, things that we wanna do that are gonna help us have more happiness, that are gonna help us be better in relationships, that may help us at work. But when our stress level, if stress is from a zero to ten, when our stress level is at a seven or higher, we don't do them. That's when we procrastinate, even though we know we should be practicing our, our speech for, for work. That's when we when we dig at our spouse, even though we know that's not what we wanna say. That's when we grab the Ben and Jerry's, even though we know that's not what we wanna do. So keeping your stress under control will help you apply all of the great skills that you already know that you can or want to do or that would help you get to where you want to be. Well, you
2: know, this is really, uh, uh, for those of you out there, this is really, uh, Dr. Lombardo, an interesting conversation about what we can learn about ourselves. And this is right. really what I'm kind of struck by in reading the book. Uh, I, I, as, go- as I was going through here, I was asking myself questions. How do I feel about that? So when I got to the song section of the <laughs> book, and S is for songs, thank you so much for putting that in this book. Um, the question comes up, you know, what's your favorite song? Call Me Maybe or Creep by Radiohead. And the question is, does it matter? Everyone says, and the people that have studied music and stress say, don't play that music. Play this music. This is Relaxing. Don't play rock, don't play it loud. You you know, tell me about what you're saying and why songs and music seems to be a real happiness booster.
3: Well, because- because music really affects our emotions, and it does so quickly. I, I call it the non-pharmaceutical Xanax. Um, but it really can change how we feel. And, and part of it is the beat. Part of it is the lyrics. Part of it is where it, it kind of brings us back, because hearing a song often brings us back to a different time. And the beauty is there was a really neat study, and it was something like, and don't quote me on this, but I think it was um, from from Mozart to Alice in Chains. And it was talking about exactly what you just said in terms of it It doesn't matter what music you listen to as long as it resonates with you. As long as for you it boosts your positive energy, it helps you feel happier, that is exactly the right music for you. And what I recommend my clients do is to keep a song list, a song list of songs that are going to give them positive energy, that are going to help them feel happier, that are going to help them reduce their stress. Keep a song list on their iPhone or wherever they listen to music and have it there so that when you need a quick fix, it's there. It's also a great break to take during the day. You know, during the day, a lot of times our stress level will increasingly go up. So if at, I don't know, 3 o'clock, you actually schedule a time. I have my clients put it in their, their calendar, and it reminds them, oh, it's break time. Five minutes, three minutes. You listen to a, mu- to a song that really is good for you. It's going to help reduce that stress. It's going to help you be more productive, more creative, more effective for the rest of the day. I love
2: it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back. We're going to get right to the X of things. Nope, not the X factor that was on last night, but what the X is in the book and why this is so important for each and every one of us to really grasp, understand, and infuse in our lives. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo. A happy you. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.
4: For more information about Elizabeth and to schedule a session, visit elizabethcookson.com.
2: Did anyone teach you to be a parent?
4: Gratitude asks Sacred Space, tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which embraces each atom of your universe. I am that which makes your environment vibrate with very high frequency. I am that which attracts towards you all the hearts that you shelter. Wouldn't it be wonderful to allow yourself to bathe in the energy of your own sacred space every single day? Learn how to create your inner sacred space using our Essence of Gratitude Trio, which includes the Gratitude in Action, Actions of Gratitude book, our Essence of Gratitude journal, and our Bungie bookmark, all which emanate powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com.
1: How would you like increased health and vitality? To the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey
2: everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo joining us here today. A happy you, your ultimate prescription for happiness. Um. thank you, Dr. Lombardo, for joining us here. At the, and, and boy, you're right. This time just flew, didn't it? It
3: really has.
2: When we go to the next break, I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I, I jumped to X in the book. Mm-hmm. And I jumped to Examine Your Soul. And this is a conversation about spirituality. And one of the things you say is use spirituality to find hope and happiness. Yeah. Um, But you talk about what spirituality refers to, and I would love for you to share that with our listeners.
3: Yeah, so I think a lot of times when we hear spirituality, we go right to religion. And a lot of religions today are very indoctrinated. You know, this is what you should believe. This is what you do. We're not talking about formal religion. We're talking about what is your belief system in terms of bigger picture, in terms of why you're here on this world, on this earth. You know, what is your purpose? Why do things happen? You know, sometimes people think, well, you know, bad things happen uh, because I'm being punished. Well, if that is your belief, then that's really going to affect not only your mood but how you interact with other people and how you deal with whatever life throws at you. And I think a lot of times we kind of go through life on automatic pilot without taking a step back to really question, you know, what are my spiritual beliefs and are they working for me? Because a lot of times we have beliefs that maybe we've heard from as we were growing up or we've heard in the media or whatever it is, but when we really, I I talk about taking it out of your head, you know, taking it out and look at it and examine it, it does not make sense to us or it, we realize it's not helpful to us. And when we're talking about beliefs, whether it be related to spirituality, ourselves, or anything else, I always recommend you ask those two questions. Is this thought, does this, is, it, is it an accurate thought? And then secondly, is it helpful to me? Because optimally, all of our thoughts are accurate and helpful.
2: Well, and, you know, let me ask you a question about your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, here you are uh you, you've you've written a phenomenal book you're a successful woman successful entrepreneur a successful person uh you've been on television multiple times when was it that when did you discover that you had a vision for yourself that would get you even close to where you are in terms of what we call success when did that light bulb go on for you
3: um, I, I, I don't know. You know, it was really funny. I, so I'm a physical therapist, and then I went back to school and got my Ph.D. in psychology. When I was a physical therapy student, I'll never forget, I, I had an instructor who wrote uh, my feedback on, you know, how I did range of motion on this patient, whatever it was. But one of the comments that she made, I worked with her for about three weeks. One of the comments she made was, I don't know that I'll know Elizabeth in the future, but I know I will know of her. And it just struck wow. me. And and it just, like, e- even saying it out loud, I just get goosebumps, and I was like, and it was kind of that, that realization that, wow, maybe I am, maybe one of my purposes here on Earth is to do something really, really big. And I think with the passion that I have for this, in terms of how it is, so transformational. I, I can't help but do it. I mean, it, I, I feel badly for people when I'm at a cocktail party and they ask me what I do because I will talk their ear off about how much we can do to change this. And I think for anyone out there, when you have a passion, regardless of what it is, if it is your passion, you know, that is part of your purpose here on earth. And the reason why it is a passion is because you're supposed to like it and you're supposed to cultivate it and help other people with it. Well,
2: yeah. Interesting, right? Uh, here we are. You come full circle. And uh, honestly, I never thought I'd be radio. What was that? I could have mm-hmm. never imagined that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you to asked me when I was 17 in the Port Authority in New York begging for quarters, if I would end up talking to, you know, someone such as yourself about happiness, I would have probably thought, wow. This is an alien person I'm talking to. (laughs) So let's talk about that long and winding road in life. And, you know, happiness versus unhappiness. You know, people might think that you and I, I'm called the, uh, what are they calling me now? Okay, I used to be the Oprah of radio, but not anymore. Uh, I I am now the ambassador of positivity or something. Mm. Yay! And, And yet I'm challenged all the time. About yeah. why I'm so happy. Don't I ever have a bad day? How do I come on the end? Like you, here you are. You are the happiness doctor right. and you're out there.
3: And they think we don't have a bad day. Maybe you don't, but I actually have a couple. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm actually human. So, yes, I do have bad days and I have bad, you know, times during the day. And, again, it really is what are you going to do with that? We were talking at break about how, um, you you know, sometimes uh, that kind of a negative thought might creep into your mind. What are you going to do with that? And this is what I always recommend my clients do, and this is what I recommend that I do myself. A lot of times we don't necessarily like the thought. We don't like what we see, but we the motivation behind it is very positive. This is true whether it be our our thoughts or our our be, um, I don't know, something our spouse does that we don't like. Usually when someone does something that we don't like, the motivation behind it is positive. So if someone, I don't know, if a mother-in-law tells their daughter-in-law that they should be a better parent, the purpose of that is to help their grandchildren be better and healthier and happier. So looking at the motivation, and when it comes to our thoughts, when we're having kind of a negative thought, instead of absorbing it, instead of asking ourselves what's wrong that we're having this thought, simply say, what's the motivation behind that? So if it's, oh, you can't, there's no way you could do that, the reason why that thought may be there is simply to help protect you from being upset, and, and from 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 failing and being upset by that, and when you realize the motivation behind that, you can then use that and say, you know what? Okay, so if I you know if I if I don't achieve this, I may be disappointed, but I'm okay with that because this is more important to give it a try than to worry about failing, and it really helps put things in perspective. It helps instead of beating ourselves up by our negative thoughts, we use them to become even better.
2: Well, this has been, for me, an inspirational conversation. I, I so love what you're doing, uh, what you've written in the book, uh, what you're, what you're, the message you're taking out into the world, uh, especially in a world that really needs to hear all of this now. So I want to thank you, Dr. Lombardo, for joining me here today. It has been such an honor and a pleasure.
3: Well, thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure. And I so applaud you for a long, long-standing radio show. And I hope that in 10 years we're both still doing this. I
2: bet we will be. <laughs> I've got one last question for you. What's your personal message? What would you love to leave everyone with here today?
3: That regardless of what is going on now or what has gone on in the past, and regardless of how happy you are or have ever been, you add. Ab- absolutely can make pivotal changes in your happiness. And when you do, your physical health improves. The physical health of your children improves. Your relationships improve. Your work improves. Everything gets better. It is absolutely worth putting in the time, energy, and effort, which isn't a whole lot, to make these transformational changes.
2: I love it. Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Lombardo, I want to just tell everyone, go to the website, ahappyyou.com. You'll be able to get a copy of the book. Sign up. You get three free videos there. Check out some of Dr. Lombardo's work. Uh, become part of the work that she's doing to create A Happy You. Wow. Thank you so much. And I will see you in 10 years, Dr. Lombardo. What do you think <laughs> about good, that? Thank you. All right. I want to tell everyone, uh, and I'm going to see you all in about two hours on my daytime show. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on, Chad, another fabulous, fabulously produced show. And a special shout out to all of you out there. You know, the message that Dr. Lombardo has put forth is very, very powerful. We all have the power to choose what we will do today to change our lives. If you don't have a copy of the book, go to the website, download a chapter. If you want a copy of the book, go to the website at happyyou.com and get a copy of the book. Because we are really here to make the choice about the destiny that we would love to experience from now on. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Thank
0: you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW, AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com.
2: You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix Of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. You're tuned in to
4: Transformation Talk Radio.
1: TransformationTalkRadio.com Transform your life.